Hey, Kansas City, you're listening to the final episode of Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a podcast from KCUR Studios. This episode is a little bit like a slideshow. I'm from the old times before the internet, so let me tell you what I mean, in case this is ancient history for you. People used to have, like, parties where they'd watch as their friends and relatives projected photographs onto a blank wall or whatever. Uh, These photos would usually come from a big trip or sometimes a special family memory. In grade school, my principal used to finish every school year with a slideshow. Soccer games, science fairs, choir performances, they'd all be there in the photos along with everyday pictures of kids just walking down the halls. And every year... This slideshow was accompanied by a Beach Boys song. Be true to your school. I don't know if it's because it's May or because I feel kind of scared and excited and sentimental like you do when you're saying goodbye to your teachers and classmates, but that music feels right for this even now. I have loved spending time with the real humans in this podcast. Like so many of them, and maybe like you too, the pandemic turned my reality into a bizarre funhouse mirror version of itself. Sorry, guys, there's just, there's no work suddenly. The whole man has been furloughed. You know, it's, uh, there's, no, there's no revenue, there's no, no payment for the work that we do. We figured, Oh, we'll flatten the curve and we'll get married in October 2020. It frightened me. It panicked me initially. Oftentimes we'll go toward each other and go, oops, no, we can't do that. (laughs) I started out with a tightly scheduled existence filled with non-negotiable tasks that had to be completed no matter what and separate spaces for each responsibility. The office, for example, was not also where I made pancakes. And then suddenly I had no office, no real boss, no job description, no help with childcare, and most significantly, no idea what was happening and when or if it would end. But that's not the story I want to tell you here. I want to tell you what happened next. My emergency mindset kicked in. What that looks like is different for everyone. I tend to feel like a conduit of energy. I just do things without deliberate planning or decision-making. I don't actually know where the energy comes from, and I wish I could summon this version of myself at my own volition. But that's not how it works. I began writing this weekly column. I didn't call people for specific expertise. I just asked how they were doing. Everybody's like going crazy. Everyone's going crazy with cabin fever. Like we're just scared of people. We're so scared of people. If we knew when this was ending, it would be so much easier for me to, like, plan. And then I asked more questions in hopes of detecting some kind of North Star in their answers. Something useful or relatable that I could pass along to the friends, neighbors, and strangers who might read or listen. We're engaging with the opera singers and the theater makers and the poets right now is the way to go because they're the ones who can hopefully Imagine something new. Just try to be meaningful, be present, be patient, be aware that people are under a high degree of stress. And don't add to it, you know, just do the thing 
the very simple thing of putting groceries in bags. I wrote fast because PBS Kids shows don't last very long. One, two, three, four, yeah, Superman. My kid was there for everything. You just didn't hear that part. Yeah! The project evolved, of course. It became deliberate. It became a podcast. I opened myself up to the wisdom and bravery all these Kansas Cityans shared with me week in and week out. It's like you family out of the forest and the place of rest and a cup of coffee is another three miles away, but you know it's there. It can never go back to the way it was. It will never be the way it was. We are people. We are all people. We are all deserving. I come to the table with much greater conviction asking for what I need. I marveled at the sheer gorgeousness they exhibited as they charted paths of beauty out of bewilderment and chaos. It's been beautiful to realize that we do have four people that that believe in an idea and it's and it's a deep enough well that the idea in of itself has enough to sustain staying glued together. I didn't know Idaho was so beautiful. It's so gorgeous. It was a nice place for me to gather the strength to come back. Once it gets dark, you know, there are no lights. It's kind of interesting. You're this little speck of light out in the middle of, it might as well be out in the middle of nowhere. Through these Kansas Cityans, I found defiance in the face of injustice. I located power in a moment of powerlessness. I was like, do you think a, some sort of boycott would work? And she said, if you got enough people, I 100% believe that it would work. Like this fight is very clearly for me, but it's so that my kids don't have to internalize the things that I internalized. One thing running around in my mind as I'm picking up trash is, it's a Garth Brooks song and it talks about I do this so the world will know that it will not change me. And it's just about kind of keeping that space inside of me that is of service and hope and like possibility, just kind of keeping that alive. For the last two years, the real humans in these stories have given me strength. They've helped me realize that when the outlook appears grim, daring to imagine a way forward isn't fanciful or naive. It doesn't mean that people don't get how things work. In fact, the bravest acts of reinvention come with full awareness of the challenges ahead. They're often driven by necessity without guarantee. I'm goal-oriented. I really am thinking about the next move as soon as the current move is happening. I don't like stopping and smelling the roses. You know, I just know you ended up losing everything and you're here trying to start a new life. And we are there for you. I mean, I'm not trying to be like super existential or anything like that, but I guess just where my mind's going right now. It's an interesting way to think about the definition of presence. Because I mean, like what, what really is required for presence to be there, you know, for your presence to be there. When I leave KCUR this week, these are some of the lessons that will stick with me. These are the people I will think of when I need a reminder of what's possible. Let me just offer one cautionary note. It's something one of the real humans said to me. I think when we try to look at people as lessons, we lose sight of the fact that they are humans. 
The lesson is only part of the point. Being a real human means your story doesn't need a moral to matter. Because it's not really about what anyone else gets from it. Your story belongs to you. It's what you do to feel like yourself again in times of transition. Once I put my dress on, my shoes, my braid, and I'm in full folklorico glam, I'm a whole different person. What you say at someone's bedside to connect. I began to sing a, a song, old Baptist song, that if you went to a Baptist church, you would know this song. How you feel when your trash starts piling up and you're worried about the environment. Right now, it's, it's really easy to get sucked into, well, I can't control this and I can't control that. I should just give up. Focus on your controllables rather than the things you cannot control. This is true even when chaos doesn't feel beautiful, when reinvention doesn't feel possible, and when you can't imagine the way out. That part is hard, but denying it makes it harder. As it turns out, asking questions doesn't reveal a North Star. It is the North Star. I think it's admirable to admit that we're still searching, whether that confession comes in the form of a podcast, or over coffee with a friend, or as a stray thought left unspoken while you're making dinner or pulling weeds. I'm still searching too. This podcast has been produced by a true wizard of sound, Mackenzie Martin, and edited by the best collaborator and coach a person could have, Gabe Rosenberg. If we spoke for any of these stories, please know how much your realness meant to me and how deeply I believe in the importance of what you had to say. I'm Gina Kaufman. Take it easy, Casey.